Hey everyone, welcome back to Leadership Locker. It's Rich Cardona, what is up? Uh, you are in the right place, right place if you're a new entrepreneur. If you've been an entrepreneur forever and you know you still have problems that you're gonna solve inevitably for as long as you have a business, or if you are an aspiring entrepreneur and you are just trying to gain some knowledge, I'm gonna give you some of my personal experiences. I'm documenting the journey. That's gonna be Mondays and Fridays like today. On Wednesdays, it's going to be influencers, the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world, the Andy Frisellas, the Kendra Halls, the Dory Clarks, people who are experts in not only entrepreneurship, but specific pieces of it. So if you need negotiating tips, if you need sales tips, if you need to know how to basically anything, I got you. But today we are going to talk about how to start a mastermind or an accountability group. And I don't mean the kind of mastermind that you pay to get into. I'm talking about your own little independent thing. Now, before I get into that, I want to just quickly tell a story about how it was pouring today when it was time for my one hour walk that I do with this 36 pound uh, vest. What happened was I had no issue going out and doing that. I actually preferred it. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good walk. The thing that came up was, well, I can't listen to anything. And that's when I like to listen to my podcast or listen to something educational or listen to a coaching session, a past one I've, I've had or, or whatever. No phone, no earbuds. And it really took me deeper into my thoughts than uh, what I was used to. So that was pretty, that was pretty awesome. And, you know, the things that go through your mind when you have that kind of quiet and then the pitter patter of the rain was just perfect. So my tip to you, free tip to you is to consider leaving the phone or the earbuds at home uh, once in a while because I actually thoroughly enjoyed it and it was a, a much needed break. I had some clarity. I had some good visualization going on. It was fantastic. So back to starting a mastermind or accountability group. What I determined was uh, at a recent conference was that I needed a mastermind. I wanted to be part of a very specific piece of something I'm doing or a business I'm involved in. I, I, I want to be generic because I want it to apply to you, okay, no matter what it is uh, that it might be. So whether you are in construction, whether you're a gym owner, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're in video, whether you're a psychologist, whether you're a dentist, doesn't matter. I want, I want it to be applicable in every sense of the word. So I was around people I at this conference that were you know, very much uh, in the same industry, practiced the same things, had the same ideals or values for the most part. And I really determined that I needed a mastermind to dive deeper into this because I want to talk about my shit and I want people to help me with my shit. And I will absolutely go above and beyond to help you do the same if you find it in you to do that with me, right? It's literally just the reciprocity rule. So. How can you do this, you know, without paying for it? Well, you find people who are lateral or slightly ahead. So I know people who fit that description. We kick the idea around and next thing I know, there's four of us on a call and we just got off this call, literally came up on our first call that I should probably talk about this. So hello, here I am. Here's how it went down and I wanna give you a step-by-step -step way to do this. Number one, you're gonna to have to identify the personnel. I would say four to six people max, you have to identify them, you can't all just be buddies, you have to know each other, you have to know each other as professionals, not just as friends. If you know yourself as friends first, then it's gonna be a little bit different. You need people who are gonna be able to objectively 
help you along with your goals or your barriers or the removal of those barriers, etc. So you have to be able to choose wisely and to limit the number of people to where it's conducive. This is not the more the merrier, okay? This is not that. That's actually when it becomes a little bit cumbersome, schedules don't align and all these other things. So step number one is to identify the right people. They should be lateral to you in terms of where you are in your business, in your endeavor or slightly ahead, okay? So that's number one. Number two would be to schedule the freaking meeting. That's probably gonna be the hardest part of this whole thing. Like, hey, who's available when? Luckily for me, in the group email, when I put out the idea to kind of try and formalize it, so to speak, got everyone's email, put it in an email. Uh, Everyone's like, I'm so down. And then it just came down to the scheduling part. I'm like, I will lead with four days and times I'm available. If you do that, and this is what I do with clients, this is what I do with podcast guests, when I'm trying to reach out to them, I always say, if you want to talk to me and they don't have a calendar link or something like that, I'm like, please give me three or four dates and times that work for you and I will pick one of them. And my commitment to them is like, I'm gonna find one of these times that you already know works for you and I will flex my schedule to make sure that happens. So I put four dates and times to make it easier on them Two of them came back and are like, this works, this day works, this day works. And then we just kind of waited on one and then it worked out. So crisis averted, right? Like that's that's the hardest part of it all. We had the schedule, put the schedule out, very light discussion on, you know, what should we talk about or what are we going to do? And that was it. So that was step two. Step number one is identifying the right people. Number two was scheduling the actual first meeting. Now the first meeting, this is not a masterminder. This is not an accountability group yet. You don't actually have anything established until the end of this call. So we get on the call. This is step three, is an introduction of who you are, why you're here, what your goal is, and what the biggest issue you're encountering is, period. Keep it short. If you know this is coming, you are gonna do everyone a favor by being concise. Don't start off by being the person who's just going to talk your face off because then people are probably going to follow suit. So concisely, and probably I would say five minutes or less, who you are, why you're there, what you hope to accomplish or what your goals are, your goals, not your goals for the group, but what your goals are, and then what your current barriers are. The next thing that person does, that same person is going to say, are there any clarifying questions? Okay, any clarifying questions? So when the first person went today, I had a couple questions and we all had questions for each other after the person kind of presented. So that is step number three in a nutshell. Take notes. Oh, I forgot to mention, you should record this meeting. You should record it it number one for posterity. And if someone wants to revisit it to take notes, go ahead. There, unless you you have a designated note taker in the beginning, I think everyone's responsible for their own notes. That's how we approached it. And that's it. So... If I were actually to do step 3B, it would be to make sure you have a Dropbox or Google Drive folder set up for the mastermind or for the uh, accountability group. I'm just going to say mastermind from now on. And after that, you are going to make sure they're all invited to it and that, uh, you know, you have permission to record, of course. So that was step 3A and 3B. The clarifying questions, I believe, are going to be pivotal uh, because in this case, 
we, we already kind of did a little bit of breaking down and it helped. It already helped the people who were presenting to get a little bit more clear on exactly what they wanted or what they hoped to accomplish. And that's pretty important. So that's a good learning lesson off the bat. So let's move to step four. Step number four is determining the structure of this group or the mastermind. Things that are going to be included, okay, are the format. What is the format going to be? Is it going to be one person gets to do all their stuff and the following week everyone, uh, you know, someone else gets to just be the complete focus or are you going to have rotating hot seats uh, within each call? So for example, we decided that we were going to do rotating hot seats. Each We have four people. Each person is going to have 15 minutes. Each person is going to have 15 minutes to talk about, and we, we actually dove a little bit deep on this as well. That 15 minutes is going to comprise of wins and anything you could share on how you achieved those wins and also the challenges that you're facing. Now, if you don't have 15 minutes to take, then you don't need to take 15 minutes, okay? Someone else might need a little bit more help. Now, this is a rough estimate, 15 minutes. We might move to 20 minutes and, and extending the call, but either way, the frequency, the format, and the length of these meetings is going to be imperative. Now, we also determine what else do we want? What else do we want from each other? Well, we want to have some communication in between, what if someone has relevant information pertinent to that industry or a good article to share or something along those lines, then there should be somewhere to do that. So we decided to have a, a medium for that, which is Slack. We talked about WhatsApp. No one wanted it. We talked about Discord. Some of us are on it. Some of them aren't. We're all on Slack. So we're like, let's just use Slack. So that was that. That immediately got designated to a person. Okay, so as you're figuring out the structure, you're going to designate who is going to take on that kind of action item, so to speak. Next was a goal sheet or a document, okay? So in this case, it's me. After this, literally after I record this podcast, I gotta get on and I gotta look at all my notes and put, here's what so-and-so said, here's what so-and-so said, here's what so-and-so said, and that's it. And I'm also gonna kind of do a, what I captured as far as the structure that we decided on. Actually, so let's make that step five. Step five is the goal sheet, okay? So to establish and make a goal sheet. Step number six is determining a revisitation date. Let's just say that this is a probationary period. We are going to determine if this is working, we are going to give it a date, we are gonna to commit to doing this up until a certain date, and on that date we will revisit. We will determine if the format is good. We will determine if it's been effective. We will determine if the schedule is all fucked up. We will determine all the positives and negatives and revisit how we can improve it or whether we should dissolve it, which hopefully it doesn't come to that. So that's essentially like what we would say in the Marine Corps is go or no-go criteria. We are gonna figure out the go and no-go criteria. And then lastly, which I actually forgot to mention was part of a step, uh, whichever step it was, moderators. Uh, there should be someone moderating. There should be someone moderating and that moderator uh, should rotate uh, every week. So one idea I had, for example, is, you know what, like, we could just have one moderator, and then the other three personnel get 20 minutes each. Okay, and that way that person knows they don't have to do anything except move it along, take, uh, you know, 
take notes, make sure it's recording, whatever it may be, that mod is dedi as a dedicated moderator. And in case they have something that they really need to present or something that they're dwelling on and it's really stressing them out or they re it really needs attention, then there could always be kind of a backup or someone who might have less going on and will voluntarily take over as the mod. The last thing I will say, and this is not a step per se, but this is a, a word of advice that came up and it was a fantastic suggestion, is that you don't need a goal every freaking week. Okay, if there is a large overarching goal and it's going to take 90 days to get there or maybe a year to get there, then fine. What you'll come and talk about when it's every every week, you will talk about what actions you've taken towards that and where the progress is, where you're getting caught up and what you need. You don't need to have a new goal. You don't. You, you don't need to come and feel this pressure of like, oh, shit, it's it's a mastermind night. Uh, I got to figure some shit out. No. We're going to be here to hold you accountable. These people should help you be accountable and make sure they are primed and ready to go in order to not only ingest, you know, whatever it is that you have to say that's being problematic, but to help and be poised to offer a solution, an objective solution, and to give you the raw feedback that you need. Okay? So that is it. That is all you need to do. That is what I just did. We have our schedule, we have our revisitation date, we have our format, we have our structure, we have our folder, we have our recording, we have everything done. And then this is kind of, I, I guess, potentially preferential. You can determine where you're going to meet. Like it, it clearly makes sense to just do it on Zoom. That's where everyone is anyway. Uh, but if you have a alternate like Google Meet or whatever it may be, fine. You should just figure out who's gonna be the person who hosts the link every time. So that is it. Now. To, to wrap all that up, just remember that this is experimental. You now have a way to start a mastermind, but it doesn't mean that it's going to last forever. We are all busy people. We all have changes of heart. Some of us commit, some of us can't commit. Um, there's a lot of things that could go in the right direction, and there's a lot of things that could go in the wrong directions. But having people that you have altruistically committed to is a fantastic motivator to not only serve, but to be in a position to be vulnerable more often than not. And if you are not ready, and I've talked about this in you either have more time than money or more money than time. If you have time for this because you don't have the money or resources for a coach or for a formal mastermind, then you will probably be pleasantly surprised at how much you could learn from some of the other people. I've learned from all three of these people already. I've learned from them already, so it's only going to get better, and it's an opportunity for me to give back to them. So that is how you can start your mastermind. Uh, I will put this in a document. Send me an email to info at richcardonamedia.com, and I will make sure you get that document, and you can proceed from there. And that's it. Last thing I wanted to say was thank you so much, all of you who listen. Uh, the numbers, I'm just ridiculously flattered. And the only thing I would make it better is if you can tell someone else about it. If you tell someone else about it and you share it and I have a new subscriber because of that, that means I'm you're helping put me in a position to help someone again. And that is my favorite thing to do. I lived a life of service in the Marine Corps. It's incredibly important for me to continue to do so. So if you could share it, please do so. If you could rate it or review it, please do so. I'll shout you out if you do. And we will see you next time around. Take care.